That's right, I'm your host, Kurt Sandvig, and on this week's kind of edited live chat episode, there's some great listener call-ins, some listener ghost stories that I'm going to read, and a whole lot of fun. Hopefully you guys like these. Uh, It gives us something to do through the quarantine. Anyhow, enjoy this one, and I'll see you on the other side. So, I've got someone that said they wanted to call me. I think her name was Fran, said she was going to call me tonight. Yes, Fran said she has a black-eyed children story. So, Fran, please, please call in. You said you would. I gave you the YouTube link. Please, I want to hear your story. I'm glad that you guys are okay. I'm glad that everybody's doing all right. Do I have any stories? Maybe I gotta. Maybe I can just tell a couple of the, the listener stories while we're waiting. Why not? What's the big deal? Let's see. Bum, 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 bum. Not that's the that's the next episode. I don't want to tell you any of those stories. Oops! Don't touch my face. That's the next patron episode, which is just done, completed. I gotta record it. That's the next next episode. Where are listener stories though? I had them already for Sean and I. Oh. You know what? While you guys are here, let me ask you guys this. Everybody that's that's listening or watching now, I want to do a, I think I might have mentioned it, but I want to do a Black Dahlia episode of Paranormal Almanac. There's not a lot of paranormal in it, but I think it's such an intriguing case that I personally would love to do it. But if you guys don't think it's Paranormal Almanac, I'll make it like an offshoot or something. But it's coming up soon. I think it's going to be a neat episode. Well, it was coming up soon because I was going to go to all of the locations where she was seen. But, uh, yeah, you know, can't go outside now. World's ending. But anyhow, let me know if you guys want to hear that episode. That one's done. That one's done. Oh, Tales of Wright Patterson episode's coming up soon. I'm looking forward to that one. That is going to be a good one. But where is the listener ghost stories? Hey, hey, here we go. While we're waiting for people to show up, there's a couple people here. But in the meantime... Let me tell you a couple of listener ghost stories. The first one it comes from uh, Jason. Jason says, I grew up in a small town called Clinton, Clinton, North Carolina. Oh, this is going to be brutal. You guys are going to hear how many times I actually screw up when I'm reading things, uh, you know, le- reading these stories. Usually I edit out all of the bad stuff. Well, whatever. Enjoy the mess ups. I grew up in a small town called Clinton, North Carolina. When I was a teenager around 1995, I was riding with my mom, aunt, and cousin. We were stopped at a stop sign, and I noticed something hovering quietly 50 feet away, about 10 feet above the tree lines. It was saucer-shaped and hovering quietly. My mind could not wrap around what I was seeing until my mom said, Is that a UFO? The object moved a few feet to the right, stopped, moved more to the right, stopped, moved back to the left around its original position, stopped, and then shot straight up and was gone in the blink of an eye, all with no sound. We continued on to our destination, but everyone but me acted nonchalantly about this, and I couldn't understand how cool they were about it. Now, listening to your show, I know that's a common thing, and I find it eerie as hell. That is a very common thing. It is a very common thing, and I don't understand why, what that reaction is. It's got to be some kind of hypnosis or something by them. Uh, That's... That's story one from Jason. Story two. I took a nap one day and I was and asked and asked. I was waking. Oh, and as I was waking up from it, it says ask, but his fault, not mine. Uh, I took a nap one day and as I was waking up, uh, I realized that I heard people talking. This was slightly alarming as I was living alone at the time. 
I did not move and kept my eyes closed in hopes that I could hear what the voices were saying. One was a man and the other was a woman, but I could not comprehend what they were saying. Suddenly, I heard the man say, shh, he's awake. I instantly opened my eyes at this point and looked around the room. But there was no one there. I know I was fully awake and it was no dream. Two for two with cool stories from Jason. And he's got two more also. I'm going to, I guess I'll just keep reading. Oh, wait, hold on. I got to check. I think there might be an issue with people logging in. Hold on. Oh, crap. There is. People are having issues getting into the chat. So, okay. Story three from Jason. One night I was driving home and I was slowing down to turn in my driveway. I looked up over my house as I was slowing down and I noticed only what could be described as a fire in a large cloud 30 feet above the cornfield in front of my house. It was the size of roughly two football fields and was silent. I looked away to turn into my driveway and when I looked up again, it was gone. All right, you know what? I, I hate to do this to everybody that's logged into... Well, there's people here, though. Like, I don't get it. I don't want to kill it for everybody on YouTube, but people can't get in. So I think I'm going to... All right, I think I'm going to end it from YouTube Live. I think I'm going to go on over to Facebook Live. So if you're still watching this one, head on over to facebook.com slash Paranormal Almanac. I'm going to start the live chat there. Hopefully, it'll work. Okay, guys. Sorry. It's not me. It's YouTube. Okay, bye. Take two. That's right. I'm your host, Kurt Sandvig, and on another Facebook Live edition of Paranormal Almanac, let's chat. Chat if you want to. Call me if you want to. There's a phone number right there. 818-732-9399. Hopefully, you guys can all see this. Hopefully, you guys are here. Hopefully, you guys are okay. Hopefully, you're safe. I'm going to edit all of that fun stuff that I did over on YouTube where nobody could log in, apparently, later. Not now. Anyhow, I'm glad that Todd and Jamie and Elijah are doing well. They're okay. Everybody's bored out of their minds, I would assume, because I know I am. Um, but anyhow, I'm going to continue on with the last story from listener Jason. So I did three stories from listener Jason. When you learn, when you listen back to the uh, the whole episode, you can hear the first three stories. But I'll continue on with the fourth story. Listener call in. Hi, Robin. Hello. Welcome back. I'm glad that you're here. There's already way more people watching this than there were over on YouTube, so apparently there was an issue with YouTube, and that sucks, because I was hoping that it would work. Uh, so, the fourth story from listener Jason says, The first week I moved into the new house, first from uh, first-time homeowner in South Carolina, I had a dream. It was an odd dream, as it as it was a black and gray orb that seemed to pulse and seemed to be sucking in the blackness that floated in it, that it floated in. My wife woke me in the middle of this dream, and as I was screaming, this has never happened to me before and not since. I know that this is a dream, but it's on, but it's one that I can't shake. Combining this with other strange things that have happened in this house, I'm starting to believe that it's not a dream, but something else. Other strange things that have happened in this house are my front door unlocking just as I'm about to insert the key into the door. There have been several instances of my dog barking and acting aggressively, normally he's even-tempered, at nothing. The feeling like something or someone, sorry, the feeling of someone is rubbing my back. My brother-in-law has also experienced this. Footsteps down the hallway, 
cold spots, and the occasional feeling that something is watching me. My wife has recently confirmed that she also felt someone is watching her and even felt like someone got in bed with her and cuddled her when I wasn't there. That's creepy. All of that's creepy. Yeah, you got a pervy ghost is what you got, uh, Jason. Sorry, buddy. Welcome, Emily. Welcome, Tala. Tala? Tala? Oh, I hope I said that right. I'm sorry if I didn't. Uh, Kevin, don't fucking shoot Bigfoot. That is correct. Fran, yes! Fran, please. I want you to call me. See? Angry angry face starting up already. I don't know who's doing it, but suck a bag of dicks. Um, Fran, so happy you're here. Please, Fran, call me. 818-732-9399. Boy, that's hard to do backwards. 818-732-9399. I would love to talk to you about your black-eyed children story, Fran. Yes, you're right. I've done an episode. It's been a while ago um, with Todd, who's actually on here as well. But let's do this. Hey, Buzz. Well, that's, that's right. Let's do this. Good to see you, man. You caught up with all of my episodes today, Donnie? I'm sorry. I'll try and do some more for you. I love... Oh, you love Paranormal News. Sweet. Thank you. Hi, Stitch. Yeah, Stitch is over there. He's sleeping under a blanket. It's kind of cold here. That's why I'm wearing a uh, a Bigfoot sweater. Bigfoot sweater. I was just telling a couple of uh, listener ghost stories while I wait for anyone to call. Hint, Fran, please call um, if you feel like it. I don't want to pressure you. If you want to just send me your story, Fran, I will gladly read it. Um, but as you're about to hear, you know, I'm a terrible reader of, of listener ghost stories. Okay, this next one comes from Tori. Tori says, when I was seven, I woke up one night. Oh, and you guys can call while I'm reading the stories. I'll stop reading the stories and jump on the phone. From Tori, when I was seven, I woke up one night to get a glass of water. Hold on, I don't need to have this. In Hi, Kelly. Thank you for loving this, the sweater. Hi, Elisa. Don't touch your face. Don't fucking shoot that sweater. That is correct. You know what? It's, it's funny that you guys like this sweater. Uh, this sweater was a birthday gift. From Elisa, one of the people that is um, one of my best friends, but who is actually watching the uh, show as we speak. That's right. And then the shirt is from Frank, my buddy Frank. Boy, that's hard to do backwards. My buddy Frank, um, who is another one of my best friends and, and the best. Uh, but anyhow. Oh. Caller, you're on the air. Fran! Hey! How you doing, Fran? I am good. I'm stuck here in Illinois on our uh, stay-at-home order. So are you safe? Already getting bored. We, yeah, we are good. We're safe. Um, we're technically classified as essential business, so I'm an accountant, so I will be going to work tomorrow, but... Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're taking precautions, so... Um, but right now, everybody is good and safe, and the kids are home from school, and, you know, that one's the one that matters. Yeah, no, that's 100%. Well, I'm glad you're safe, but more importantly, I'm really glad you called because you piqued my interest when you said black-eyed children. <laughs> yeah, and I, I want to totally start the story by saying that I'm, I can't tell if this is a legitimate black-eyed kid or if it's because I know the story that all of this stuff was happening in my head. Okay. So, um, because, like, when I tell the story to people who have no idea, they're like, well, that could just be a thing that was happening. Um, I got home really late Friday. We had a meeting once the governor announced um, the stay-at-home order. So I got home really late. I was on the phone in my car with my husband. So I was sitting in the car, still on the phone, when 
I saw uh, a kid walking down the street. He looked to be about 10 years old. He had shorts and a red hooded jacket. The hood was up. And I said to my husband, I was like, man, there is this creepy kid walking down our street. We don't have little kids on our street anymore. Um, there's my kids who are teenagers. They're almost ready to graduate. And one other teenager that lives on my street. So no reason for any young kid sure. walking down the street. And he very jokingly said, you need to get out of there. Just drive, drive, drive. Um, and I, and then a few minutes later, I watched, I watched the kid walk by my car. I'm in his window. Watched the kid walk by my car, all the way down the end of my street, turn to the right, and just keep going until he disappeared. Really? And a few minutes later, yeah, he just, he just kept walking like he didn't notice me. He just kept going. And my husband makes a joke and he says, I hope that kid jumps on your car. I will die laughing if he scares you. <laughs> and I was like, no, that kid just needs to go home. I don't know why he's out here. So I talked to my husband for another 20 minutes or so. Completely just lost track of this kid. Like, didn't even think about him. I opened my door, get out of my car. Out of total nowhere, this kid is just right next to me. What? And says, yes, this is very kid-like. Excuse me. And I drop my purse and scream like I am being murdered. <laughs> like, I was terrified. And I'm staring at this kid who is just right next Like, I could have reached out and touched him if we were not supposed to not touch people. And I am in my head, total panic, total fear, screaming in my head to run, get up the stairs, like, just get away from this kid. And I'm searching his eyes because I know about the black eyed kid. Yes, yes, yes. I want to see his eyes. There's just one kid. And I can't tell because his back is to the lamppost. So I can't see, like, distinct features of his face. I can tell that he's maybe 10-ish just by his height. But I can't really see his eyes. It's all shadow. And he asked me if I've seen another little boy wearing a black jacket. And I'm like, oh, God, there is two of them because I know they work in pairs. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, there are two of them. You need to leave. Like, I'm very, seriously, this is all happening. Like, get in the house. It is a very real fear. My heart is racing. Like, I, my door is open. I just want to leave my car and run into the house. And instead, I say, I haven't, but where did you lose him? I will help you look for him. And as I say that, and I don't want to at all help this kid who I should want to help, yeah. but I don't, there is a scream of another little kid. Not like a blood-curdling scream, but just, just another, like if a kid was just yelling. And I think that it comes from behind my house, but the child in front of me says, oh, there he is, and turns around, runs up the street, and goes to the left, away from my house. And as soon as he turns and breaks eye contact with me and just 
my door, run up the stairs, deadbolt, like get in the house, deadbolt my door. Oh, yeah. And I am shaking. I'm, I'm very scared. Like, it was a very real, scared, panic kind of feeling. Like, adrenaline spike, and I, both my boys are in the living room playing video games. I'm like, did you guys not hear me scream? And they were like, no, we didn't even know you were here. Which, I mean, they were, they were on their headsets, so that could be, it's like, it's, there's all, like, sure. those things that are, like, phenomena of the Black Eyed Kids, but are also very easily explained away. So, what, so were the, what was the kid wearing? So, he, he had on black shorts and a red jacket with his hood up. Uh, it was 37 degrees here. Oh, wow. Today. There was no reason. He, he didn't live on my street. We have no little kids, so there was no reason for him to be on my street. Um, he had no reason to be wandering around after a stay-at-home order was just replaced. No parents should be letting their two-year-old out. It was completely dark. It was probably 8, 8.30 at night after we just had this big home order release. Uh, it was, yeah. And then I know I heard another kid somewhere yell. Wow. A, a very childlike scream somewhere. So I'm explaining the story to my daughter who um, has listened to the show and been on YouTube. And she immediately says, that was a black-eyed kid. And I was like, I know. I That's what I think, too. But I'm also an adult with a rational mind. <laughs> and I need to calm down. And I, I think I need to call the, the police department. And I, I did. I called the police department. You did? Said, uh, there's this kid running around. And I, I tried to help him, but he ran off. And they said they would look for him. And to be totally honest, uh, I've been really to call and ask if they found him because I, I don't want to know that they didn't. <laughs> yeah, because he's still out there somewhere. Sure. Right. Like, I don't want to know that, like, you guys looked for him and didn't find him because, you know, he's some demon child that nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but nothing, I mean, nothing bad happened. He didn't ask me to try to get in the house. That's good. It was more like he was trying to, like, lure me away. Sure. To. Where okay. there is, there are stories of the black-eyed children doing that, though. They don't necessarily have to get in your house. I mean, it seems like a lot of them want to or want permission to be in your house. But there's also a lot of them that seem to just want to get people to follow them away from where they're safe. Like like they were doing with you right. or like he was doing with you. Right. Let me ask you this. And, Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah, definitely. Do you have a ring camera on, like, your you know, like your doorbell or your front porch or any cameras where this kid might have been caught on camera. No, and it's so funny because uh, my husband works um, in, a, in a different place. He works in Arkansas, and we have talked all, like, summer about how we want to get this camera set up, and we just never did it. And I even said, I was like, man, I wish we would have had the camera set up. I wish I would have taken a picture. Oh, yeah. And then my daughter said, she's like, I don't think you should, you're supposed to do that. I think something bad happened if you try to take their picture. Uh, I don't, and I don't know. I've never heard that. I was going to say, I don't know. I don't know what the repercussions are for trying to take a photo of a black eyed kid. But the good thing is like, whether this was a black eyed child or not, it was still a very weird kid and you handled it perfectly and you didn't go away from your car. You kept safe. So 
it does sound, I mean, it has a lot of the check marks for Black Eyed Kid. I'm not going to lie. There is a lot of bizarre things about this story that doesn't make any sense. Now, how far down your street did they have to run to get, like, to turn and then get away? Was it, like, right there, or is it a, is it a distance? It's a pretty good distance. We are probably, like, the third or fourth house. Like, we're, we're pretty much right in the middle. So it's not, like, a huge distance. Oh, uh, he didn't have shoes on. Wait, what? Another... It's yeah, 37 degrees. I don't know what 37 degrees is for everybody that's like doing the temperatures normal, not America, but it's fucking cold. 37 degrees is cold. It's so cold. So yes, he had so shorts on, a hoodie, no shoes on? No shoes. And I know that that is, I've heard some of those stories too. It's like they're trying to dress like they think they're supposed to dress and they just don't get it quite right. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Like, they've gone from dressing in 1800 style to getting closer to what we wear now, but they're always just off. Right. And it was like, the shorts, I was like, okay, like, my kids tend to wear shorts all year long because they're, you know, weird kids, you know, kids <laughs> do weird things. Sure. But then it was like, why aren't you wearing shorts? Yeah, no, I don't care about, like, yeah, you're right. Like, my, my nephew's the same way. He wears shorts quite a bit. I don't know if he'd wear it in 37 degrees weather, but he wears shorts quite a bit. But every kid's wearing shoes. But this yeah. is this is a... Like, I can't even walk to my car without, like, stepping on a rock. Like, I... So I'm like, how did you just run down the street without wow. shoes? Like, I mean, he just, he just ran. Like, it didn't bother him. And it was not like he ran abnormally fast or anything, because I'm not paying attention. Sure. Like, I was getting in the house, but he just ran, like, you know, like, it would just run down the street. And I'm like, what? He doesn't have shoes on? How is he not stepping on things? Like, it was a very just crazy experience from start to start. From the time he walked past my car to begin with, to the very end. And Sure, of I course, never, yeah. I never had that feeling, never once, that I think, I, I want to help this kid. And the, police, the other thing is the police station is, is down our street. Like, I could have walked him myself to the wow. police station. I I'm never glad you didn't. That yeah, no, no, that's good. I'm glad I, that you were rational and said, you know, something's weird, and no thank you. Oh, yeah. And it was like, almost like he materialized it. Like, and I could have, you know, I wasn't paying attention. That's kind of like what I chalked it up to. Like, I'm very disturbed. But like, one minute, I'm not paying attention. And the next minute, he's on my sidewalk coming towards me. Boy, that is amazing. That is a, yeah, no, that's, thank you so much for calling. Because that is a fantastic, and I agree with you. I think, I really do think it was a Black Eyed Children encounter. That was crazy. Well, I'm glad that you agree with me. I thought yeah. for sure, like, you guys would appreciate it. Of course, my husband is like, I don't know what that is, and I don't want to know what those are. <laughs> I tell, please do not tell me that story. But yeah, I, I knew I thought you had done that story, um, and I was like, I definitely have to tell you. 
no, Bye. this is fantastic. Thank you so much for calling, Fran. I really, really do appreciate it. Thank you so, so much. Um, Thank you, and, and stay safe, and thanks for doing the show. If you have yeah. something else to focus on. Yeah, no, thank you. I definitely, yeah. You guys stay safe as well. You're doing you're doing a great job. Um, thank you so so much. Um, please call me anytime. This is fantastic. Thank you so much. Oh, sounds good. We have tons of stories. My oh, awesome. Daughter is always daughter is always hearing somebody talking to her in our house. So, yeah, no, we will definitely call in through this quarantine and keep you guys entertained. So, yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Okay, now the phone line's open. So whoever was trying to call me through that entire call, I had to get Fran's story out because it was a fantastic one. But the phone line is open, 818-732-9399. Please feel free to call back now. I'm gladly I'll take your call. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Guy. Black-eyed children are calling now. You know, they're probably quarantined as well. Wow, that was a bizarre one. I love that. All right, let's get back to a listener ghost story. When I was seven, I woke up one night to get a glass of water. Now, at this time in my life, I had a loft bed, so I needed to climb down a ladder and walk straight down the hall to get to the kitchen and dining room. So walking past the kitchen to get to the water cooler, I, I looked out the window to see if it's snowing or not, because it was the first, uh, for it was winter at the time. No snow, but you could see the stars and every... You couldn't see the stars or anything due to the clouds. I grabbed a glass of water and head back to my room. Now, my way back out to the kitchen, I look back out the window. To this day, I still don't know what drew me into look out the window a second time, but when I looked out again, I see my mom, or what I thought was my mom. This being had the same hair as my mom, which she, just per which she had just permed either that day or the day before, so it was super curly. It was moving in the wind, and it had on my mom's winter jacket, which was a bright green jacket, so no missing it. At this point, I'm like, how did I not hear my mom get up, walk down the exact hallway as me, and uh, put on her winter coat, which we all know makes some noise, and open the back door all in the span of maybe two minutes. At this point, I'm like, oh, mom can't sleep. She's going for a smoke at 1 or 2 a.m. Seems legit for my seven-year-old brain. Oh, my God, you were seven years old at the time? Then as I'm walking past the door, walking past the back door, I look to see if my mom's coat is still hanging up. Sure as shit, it is. I stop, look slowly, walk back to the kitchen window. Mom's still outside. I freeze, fast walk down the hall, poke my head into my parents' room, and my mom is laying in bed fast asleep. And like the curious person I am, that I walked back to the kitchen to see if, quote, mom was still outside. Well, what I thought was mom was still out there, so I hightail it back down the hall to my room, fly up the ladder, hide under my covers, hide under my covers facing my doorway, like any other frightened child, I roll, for the uh, next little while as, um, as all is quiet. I peek out from behind my hiding hole of blankets and I see an animal-like figure walking in the shadows. Now I know what a lot of the skeptics will be saying. It was one of your pets. Sure. Then how do you explain that both the cats were asleep, that both cats were on my bed and the dog was in my parents' room? This animal wasn't shaped like either. It was shaped more like a badger and where the eyes would have been was a hole in the skull. So it was a shadow with a freaking hole in the skull where I should be. Not cool. After that night, I made it my, I made it so that my head was at the other end of the bed, looking at a wall instead of out my door. Now, I do have a second story from the same house, but I'm going to save that one for a little bit later. Um, all right, so, so far, she wasn't asleep. Doesn't sound like she was dreaming. Sounds like she did really see her mom outside, and that's freaking crazy. Yes, you can call from Canada. Um, as far as as far as I know, 
If you, as long as you call 818-732-9399, you can call from Canada. I haven't been told you can't. Um, it says it's, you know, available for everybody. So if you have any issues, please let me know. Hopefully you can. Hopefully you call right now because I'd love to talk to, you know, real people. All right. While you try to figure out if you can call from Canada, I'm going to finish up Rose's story. Uh, sorry, Tori's story. Ooh, where did I get Rose from? So I'm going to finish up Tori's story. Let's see. Bum, bum, bum. So I'm nine or ten. I've moved to my my uh, room from upstairs to the basement. In the time between these two events, small things have happened. Mostly random noises and objects moving when no one was been in the room. It was midnight on a Saturday. My mom, dad, and I just finished the last movie of the night, and they're getting ready for bed. So since our TV and everything was in the basement, I was the first to fully in bed and ready to go to sleep. Now while I'm lying in bed, winding down to sleep, I can hear my parents upstairs in the bathroom and in their bedroom. Next thing I hear is dragging footsteps on the carpet outside my bedroom, and these were very distinct because the only carpet that was on upstairs, the only carpet that was upstairs was the bedrooms and the living room, so that hallway upstairs was laminate, and I can't hear dragging footsteps from upstairs to down. So at this moment, I open my eyes and I look towards my doorway. I can see an outline of an adult in the doorway, so I try talking to it, just saying the usual, Mom, Dad, what'd you forget? Or what is it? No answer. So I sit up and I turn my bedside lights on. I look away for a minute, maybe a second or so. I can't figure out where, quite where my lamp was. And in the meantime, there was no noises, no indication that whoever was at the door went up the stairs or anything, turn on my lamp. No one was in my room or my doorway. I freak out. I yell at my parents, asking which one was downstairs at the door because I heard them walking outside my door and saw them in my doorway. Their answer was that neither of them had been downstairs in the last 10 to 15 minutes. We'd all gone to bed, so they were currently laying down in theirs. So, being scared as hell, I yell at them, saying that they are lying and I just heard them and saw them. They yell back at me, saying that they hadn't been downstairs since they had turned off the movie and all of that, and to go to sleep. Safe to say I didn't get much sleep that night. Yeah, I, I, I can't really blame them. Hey, Wagner, hey, cool. It's it's a it's a Bigfoot sweater. It's not a Christmas sweater. It's a Bigfoot sweater. Dorian, I should tell you about the time, the house I lived in back in the 90s in high school. Yes, please. You totally should, Dorian. 818-732-9399. That's the number. So uh, please, please give a call right now. See if the phone's still working. Uh, if it's not, I will uh, set something up and, and uh, figure out a way to get you guys to call. Call in. You're on the air. Hi, is this Carmen? Yes, it is. Hi, I'm Tara, and I have a ghost story for you. Oh, awesome. I'm glad you called in and that you're normal. <laughs> yeah. All right, so should I just tell you the story? Yes, please. I would love to hear it. Okay, so I was, I think, around 12, and I was at my grandparents' house, and I had to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. And so I went out second floor of their home, and they had this kind of open bay area where you could, there was a window you could see out into the backyard. So I exit my room and I look out the window for some reason and I see this really tall white figure out in your backyard. And it scared me so much I, I forgot completely about going to the bathroom and I went right back into my room and went under my covers and tried to get back to sleep. Wait, so what was the white figure? What did it look like? It was, oh God, it was tall, it was looked like it was wearing a cloak almost. All I really remember is that it was white and big. It, 
couldn't have been an animal. It couldn't have been a person. It was too tall. All right, so you, I, so I was thinking it was like a, a woman in white or something like that. It wasn't even like that. I'm sorry, it was a really long time ago. I'm, no, no, I'm it's fine. No, that's totally uh, fine. So wait, so you were, so you look out the window, you see this figure in white. You can't tell if it's, uh, you know, it's too big for an animal. It's too big for a person, right? Right. All right. So I, I mean, I have no idea. So let me just ask you, what do you think it was? You know, when I woke up the next day, um, I honestly thought it was either a ghost or an angel. That's what I honestly thought. Really? Yeah. And I asked my grandma, I'm like, hey, do you know anything about this, like, land? And she said, no, this subdivision was recently built. There's no depth. Their house was built for them. So it was something supernatural. I swear it, it wasn't human. I know. Have you ever seen anything like that since? Never. All right. So since you brought up Angel, let me ask you a question now. Did anything significant happen to you or a family member around this sighting? I'm trying to remember. No deaths I that you can remember or? I'm trying to, well, I'm trying to remember how old I was exactly because I believe a family member of mine did pass away around that time. Really? But I can't be sure. It'd be, I'd be very interested to see if you can kind of like kind of piece it together and see if that was around that same time. Because, well, let me just ask you this. What made you go? I think it might have been an angel. Just the, just the way it was. It was big and white and kind of glowing. Really? That's really I interesting. To, I'm sorry. I have to dig back into the depths of my memory. Sure. But... No, it's fine. How Wait, how long ago was this? Um, I was 11 or 12, so about... 10, 11 years ago. Oh, wow. All right. So, yeah, no, it's been enough time. That is a bizarre incident. Now, you definitely weren't, you, you're definitely awake. You remember waking up. You remember going, to, looking out and all that stuff, correct? Yes, I was awake. I remember it distinctly. I just had to I, throw that in there because you know everybody's, all the skeptics right now are going like, eh, she just dreamt, she was dreaming. So I just wanted to throw that in there. No, I was very awake. I was awake and I needed to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Well, that'll make you do it. Uh, seeing a big glowing white object out there, that'll make you go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I wish I had. See, this is the problem with like doing a show like this. I don't have the answers. I wish I did. But please. I mean, I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think anybody will ever know. Uh, but please try to, you know, see if you can piece together the timeline. And if you can, let me know. If you, if it's, if you, you know, if it turns out that someone did pass away right around there. That would be really interesting to me because I think that would be corroboration for what you saw. I mean, I did have a family death around that time, but I can't line it up in my memory if it was exactly around that time sure. or a year later. Sure. Wow, that's really interesting, though. That's a different one. I've never had a... I, you're the first... Congratulations. You're the first glowing white object that was possibly <laughs> an angel. So, wow. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> I'm <nervous. laughs> Well, hey, thank not only thank you for calling, but thank you for actually being like a real person and calling and being awesome and telling a cool story. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. I love I love the podcast. Oh, thank you. I'm on my way to school. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate that. That's awesome. Um, I'm sorry. Wait, what was your name again? Sarah. Sarah. Oh, Sarah. Sarah from here. Sarah. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. No, yes. I I. I recognize you. Um, no, that's cool. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so, so much. I, I, you know, I see your name 
fairly regularly, so I really do appreciate that. That is very I cool. I think that's a different Sarah. Oh, that's a different Sarah. well then forget you, Sarah. It's the other Sarah that I like. <laughs> I don't even know you. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you so much for calling, Sarah. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Thank you. And and again, if you have any other stories, please feel free to call in. Or if you have another one now, I will gladly turn this over to you for a little bit longer because that was a fantastic story. Um, I don't have a really specific one, but my house, I'm pretty sure, is haunted. Really? Why do you think that? The previous owner of it died in the house. Well. Weird stuff happens sometimes. That, that'll do it. Uh, what kind of weird stuff? Oh, my dog freaks out. Um, sometimes whenever he's in the room that the previous owner died in. Really? When we first got him, he would just stand at the doorway of that room and just stare into it. Really? And sometimes bark into it. That's um, awesome. That's, that's, that is, now there, now that's one that I hear all the time from people. So, yeah, no, I would say that it, there's definitely your dog seeing something in there. Yeah. Uh, when I was little house that I that I've ever lived in, uh, things would go missing or Did, get moved around or misplaced. Yep. That's what I was gonna say. Missing or moved around. Yeah, no, that's definitely yeah, yeah, guess what? It's a haunted house. Oh, great. Thanks, family. <laughs> that was his name, Stanley. Stanley. Well you know what though? Talk to Stanley. Um try to communicate with Stanley. See if you can, you know, get a a nice conversation going with Stanley. I've actually I actually talked to some of the older neighbors who were here before we moved in. Uh, apparently, he wasn't the nicest man. Oh, well then, fuck Stanley. Don't talk to him. Leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that would happen when I was a kid. No kidding. That's cool. So, wow, you see? You're, you're burying the lead. You got some cool paranormal stories here. <laughs> well, I've been interested in the paranormal since I was a kid. Hey, that's... So, I'm, I'm, I think I'm more aware of it. No, that's awesome. No, that's good. I'm glad that you're open to it, at least, because um, anybody that's really open to the paranormal, you're going to start noticing things like you're noticing. Um, a lot of people just say, oh, yeah, well, my keys move around all the time, too. That's just me being absent-minded. And I mean, sure, some of the times it can be, but not all the time and not as frequently as a lot of people have had, you know, have had it happen to them. It happens here all the time. Um, I will set down a tool, not move at all, set down a tool, lean this way, reach back for the tool, and it's gone. Like, moved 10 feet over there that I never walked over there. So, yeah, no, I'm with you. It's it's one of the fun things about having a haunted house. I don't think anything that extreme happened here, but that's, oh my God, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you, you just, uh, you just kind of get used to it. Well, again, thank you, Sarah, so much. I'm sorry I, I confused you with another Sarah, but I... I, I really, really enjoyed these stories. These are fantastic. Thank you for calling in, and, and thank you for listening. I'm going to try and get another episode out. I'm sure everybody's already caught up, but I'll, I'll get more episodes out, I swear. Cool. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. Thank you again. Have a great night. Stay safe. You too. You too. All right, see, that was cool. That's what I want. I want more calls like that. Two cool stories. A haunted story and a thing story. A possible angel story. I just thought it was really interesting that she said she thought it was an angel. Um, and welcome, Jarrett. I saw you in there. Man, I haven't seen you in forever, buddy. I hope you're doing okay. I'm glad to see you on here. Um, Dorian, yeah, please, you know, I'm sorry that you had to run. I hope I'm still on, too, because I'm really enjoying this. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, Kurt. Hi, who's this? Uh, it's Sean. 
Sean, or, or Sean, rather. Sweet! Hey, hi, how are you? Hey, good, good. How are you holding up? I'm holding up great, thank you. Thank you for uh, for correcting my uh, my complete, uh, you know, typo up there. I didn't yeah, even you know actually, that. You actually haven't, you haven't um, really typoed that. It was just, you missed the one number, and someone else typed it up before me, so don't take it. Thank you for the best. Well, still, thank you for, you know, hey, thank you for being cool as well. Yeah, um, so since we gave you, like, one or two stories yesterday, I figured since I had a bunch of con with the, yeah. just a quick one that actually started um, my introduction to what uh, is paranormal for me, because it wasn't all, you know, David and his little ghost things that follow him. Um, it was actually um, when I was 13 years old. Um, let me preface this really quick by saying, please, everyone, don't mess with a Ouija board for any reason <laughs> ever. It's not a game. Don't touch it. <laughs> so yeah, my, when I was about 13, so this was back in 2006, uh, one of my, my friends actually passed away at 14 years old. Oh no, I'm um, so sorry to hear that. It, it's okay. He was doing dumb kid stuff, you know, not everyone is smart enough to stay off of abandoned buildings, but you know. It, it's sad. It is what it is, unfortunately. But um, so my my friend and I and I clarified this with her the other day, just so that way I'm not giving you an inaccurate story because she was part of uh, this thing, and I double checked with her to remember exactly what happened. So we have the same story. Um, we decided to be dumb kids and use a Ouija board to try to contact him. Now I my house is on kind of like a swamp area in New Jersey, like literally my backyard was swamp. So we were in my garage, it's separate from the house, it's like a little further back in the yard, and there's only the big bay door, kind of like the car to go in, and then there's a little wooden door on the side that you can enter through, but there's no windows, there's no ventilation, no drafts, no nothing. So we have the door open because the light doesn't work, and we sit down and we try to use the Ouija board to contact our now deceased friend. She's sitting closest to the, the door. I'm sitting a little bit further into the garage. And, you know, we're, we're playing with it. Nothing's happening because neither of us are trying to pull a prank on each other to, you know, mess with the board. We're actually trying to see if it works, and it didn't. Now, I recalled a story that my stepmother had told me where she had a Ouija board as well, and it predicted very accurate things, including her neighbor's death, so she threw it into a boiler, and it screamed when it burned. What? So, yeah, so genius 13-year-old me decides, okay, it doesn't work, why don't we burn it and see what happens? Don't do that, anyone. Don't, don't do that. Don't do anything 13-year-old me has done. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we, we went on fire from two different ends, one from my friend Brittany's side and one from my side, and kind of the top layer of it, like, I guess that sheet of paper that they kind of have glued to the board, like the standard one you'd buy at a store. Yeah, yeah. Um, it made a nice sheet of ash that actually, it kind of peeled up all as one solid piece of paper, and it came up in the air, and I was sitting down, like, on the, the floor of the garage, so it flew up about maybe, maybe about a foot and a half, two feet up, and it hung in the air, it just stayed there, and I remember she kind of gasped, because she was like, okay, what the hell, like, no, this is not okay, 
And pieces of it started to, like, when you see the embers crawl across ash, or, like, if you're burning incense, it started doing that. And it started to make a face. It looked like um, the, the angry face drama mask that you would see. Really? Yeah, and when she made a noise, because obviously we're kind of sitting there with her nose on the floor, it started to move towards her and started to look angrier from what she told me. She said her side looked a little angrier. I only saw like bits and pieces of ash off. I didn't realize that it had made a face until I said, what the fuck, it kind of moved towards me away from her. And then the ash itself kind of shredded itself apart and flew around like when you see, um, like when the breeze, if you get a cross breeze in a parking lot and you see like the little garbage tornado or a leaf yeah, tornado, yeah. it did that in the grow box that we only have one door open to. There's no wind, there's no ventilation, no nothing. Now, wait, let me ask you a question right here, though. Did you close yeah. your Ouija board session when you were playing with the Ouija board? Did you actually? No, 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 not of at all. Course not. Fire, so of course not. Of course not. Yeah, not yeah, no. People. Yeah, why would you do that? Yeah. And and what's, what's weird is I didn't notice this until years later. Um, my mother and I actually moved out of the house uh, about a couple months after that. And for the last... I want to say the last the last six years of the house actually standing. I don't know if there's any correlation. I'd like to think hopefully there wasn't, but it could have been. Um, there was no one would stay in the house longer than we got kept reselling, and now it's completely demolished. Like if you Google Maps the address, there's no house there anymore. It's gone. Really? It's an empty lot. Yeah, it is a complete barren empty lot. Um, what did you do? When you kind of pass that area, it just it doesn't feel right. Uh, there's a really creepy tree just behind where the house used to stand that is still standing in the bog, and it just uh, it's just really creepy, really weird. There's no good vibe about that area at all, and that whole that whole entire street they've decided to demolish all the houses in the last two years. Every single house on that street in that town is gone. They wow. got rid of all of them because suddenly there was massive flooding that they didn't have before, and it's it's just a little swamp. It's not like if there was flooding, it would have caused major damage, but suddenly it did. Uh, all the houses were flooding, massive damage was going on over there, and this only started happening after that session, and she said that it felt like something followed her home. I don't like the vibe it gave me when I was there. Everything was very creepy, and it only happened after we had done that. See? See what you did? This is all your fault. I know. <laughs> I know. It really is. But that's why I, I wanted to share that. It's just, you, you don't, because I know there's a lot of people out there who are like, oh, you know, if we do it the safe way, you know, do seances and no. stuff. I've, no. done it the, I've done it the safe way, too. It's not a good idea, because the safe way, um, I don't know if you remember when we spoke to you the other day, when we talked about the deer that used to smash its head, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Its head into the house and yeah. died. David and I had done a safe Ouija experiment and closed it properly. We sealed it, and because we didn't like the vibe, we also black bagged it with black sea salt and volcanic oh, ash, and we put smart. it in the river. We dumped it in a river for, like, in a black bag full of rocks. It's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to dispose of it in running water where it's going to stay down and it's not going to come back up. Sure. And we still had those experiences. If you were thinking about playing with a Ouija board, don't do it in a place that you live. Do it somewhere so far away so that you don't have to deal with it. <laughs> Yo, hey, look, you're a hundred percent right. I yes, Susan asked, did she open a hole? 
it really sounds like you opened up a portal to something. It really does sound like that. Yeah. And and, and it's, it's strange. It's just strange because I, I looked at the history of, of the town and the only things I ever remember when I was a kid about anything being wrong in that specific block because it was kind of almost like a cul-de-sac area. That area was the only problem we ever had were, you know, mosquitoes because we lived in this friggin' swamp. But suddenly after that, houses were consistently getting flooded and they decided to completely demolish all of, um, all of Claire and Watson at both avenues. All, all the houses over there are gone. They don't exist anymore. Wow. And they even removed the actual, um, the pavement from the street and they threw, I guess they threw out grass because now there's a big barrier there. To the street that I knew, and mind you, this was all still there up until uh, 2015. This was all still there. So this is really recent. Yeah, it's uh, all of it's gone. Wow. Yeah, and I, I mean, I can, you want, I, I'll probably shoot you an email anyways with these stories, and I'll give you like the little Google Maps, and we can zoom in. It's all gone. I have, I think I saw the screenshot of what my house used to look like when it was there, but... Yeah, you know, please send that to me. I would love now. to see that, yeah. Yeah. Wow, well, hey, you know what? Thank you again. You you have, you cease, oh, you never cease to amaze me with your incredibly cool stories. <laughs> this is fantastic. Yeah, well, once, once my husband gets home, he'll probably end up calling you with his own story, but I figured I'd get a hold of you before he does. That's awesome, please, <laughs> yeah, please do. Please call back. That's freaking yeah, awesome. Thank you again. I, and, and again, thank you for being so cool and, and listening and, and, you know, being a patron and everything. That's fantastic. Well, honestly, it's not even just the fact that you, you do this. I think, honestly, you as a person, there's not a lot of people that are like you or the other followers, the people here commenting right now. There's no one you can really always talk to about this. People look at you funny and they think you're making it up. Yeah. And it's hard to find like-minded people that actually understand these experiences or can help you kind of work through them and say, okay, well, what if it's this instead of, oh, that didn't happen? I think that that makes you and the rest of you guys, you know, following and listening and calling in and writing into Kurt, like, we're the few people that understand what's going on and I think it's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I want. I, this is, you know, like uh, Sean Bishop was a big influence on me doing this show. And it was because he and I were talking like it was normal, talking about things yeah. and it, like 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 we were just talking, like you and I were just talking. And I was like, man, I know exactly. there's a community. And you just can't find people like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to build a community where we can all talk and no one's going to just immediately go like, ah, oh, fuck that person. Like, no, like it's, yeah. there's oh, something there. Yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, hey, that's, that's why I wanted to do it. Because I wanted awesome. to talk to people. Our big friend Sean is awesome because we share the same name. So, <laughs> you're <a team> Sean. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Thank you again. Thank you so much for calling. And yeah, no definitely. Problem. Yeah, uh. Please have your husband call me. I'd love to. I'd love to chat. Absolutely, Kurt. Have a good one. Thanks again. Bye now. Bye. 818-732-9399. Let's try this one. Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. Who's this? This is Buzz Lee. Buzz. Hey, Buzz. No, it's cool. Everybody, Buzz is cool, dude. Awesome. How you doing, Buzz? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just having fun. Hi. So I got a uh, a ghost cat story for you. A ghost cat story. Yeah. Sweet. I want to hear a ghost cat story. 
Okay, so about a year ago, my wife and I moved into this um, a new place, and it's kind of like kind of like, there's not a lot of houses around, kind of stuff kind of out away from things. And uh, I was I was standing at the kitchen one day, and I felt something jump against my leg, and I thought it was one of my dogs. So I turned around, but neither one of them was like standing there. I thought it was kind of weird. And I just kind of thought maybe it was a bug or something because it was more new to the place that um, there were like cobwebs and stuff a little bit. We're still cleaning it up. And uh, anyway, I didn't think much about it. And then like a couple days later, I was at work. My wife sent me a text and said something about, I think we have a ghost cat. And I thought she was just joking. So I'm like, well, what makes you think that? And she said... Um, she was standing there, she felt something brush up against her leg and basically described the same thing that I had experienced. And uh, so I texted back to her and I said, well, where was this that it took place? Because I thought if she said this in the kitchen, it's going to kind of freak me out because that's where it took place. And uh, she said it was, I was standing at the kitchen sink. And so then I was, I was really freaked out because that's exactly where I was standing. And you didn't bring this up to her, and, you didn't uh, tell her any of that. You didn't tell her any of this? This was completely, like, independent corroboration? Right, because I didn't think much about it at, at the time, because I was just like, you know, maybe like a bug called on me or something. So I just, I forgot about it, basically. And so when she told me that, I started thinking back about it. I'm like, okay, this is really kind of bizarre. And then she said that, uh, she's like, I don't know, maybe I'm just tired, but I swear I looked out of the corner of my eye and I saw a cat, like, run away. And what was really weird about it is, like, there was always kind of a weird energy that was right there in front of the, the sink. And uh, we, so we were kind of in between houses at the time. And um, I had my cats at the, uh, the other place still. But as soon as I brought them to the new place, it's like that weird energy went away. And oh, we really? So I was gonna, I was, I was hoping you were gonna be like, and then the, the cat started playing with the ghost cat or something, or or freaked out and, for, but it just kind of went away then. Yeah, it was weird. Dude, that is, yeah, you're right. That is really weird. Besides Sean Bishop, I don't think I've ever had another ghost cat uh, story on here, and I love, absolutely love the fact that you didn't bring it up to her. She brought it up to you independently, and the stories matched. That's cool, man. Dude, that's the way to do it. I love that. Well, hey man, thank you so much for calling. And and first of all, I'm glad I got to finally get a chance to you know you know chat because, I again, Buzzley's cool, everybody. So I'm really really happy that you called in, man. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, anytime. Sweet. I love these shows that you're doing. The live ones are great. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. I'm hoping that everybody likes them. It gives me something to do, and I was hoping that it would give you guys something to do. So thank you, man. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you again. Please call back anytime. Seriously. All right. All right thanks. So Tala, I, okay. It was your call that was calling in. Hey, Dan, first of all, Hey Dan, just saying hi. Well, Hey, hi. Welcome back to you. Um, yes, Jamie, the lights are flickering. Now there is a flicker that happens with the camera, but there is also a flicker that is happening with these lights. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I've already ordered them, but it's going to take forever now because the world's ending. But, um, I ordered a new led bulb that is Bluetooth just like this one and does all the fun stuff. But I think it might be the bulb. Hello? Hey! All right, cool. Hold on one second. All right. Sarah, is that it? 
It is. Hey! Uh, my story happened when I was in high school. Um, I was kind of rebellious, so I moved out of my Sure. And <laughs> I went, like, I just, like, kind of froze. And I was like, what am I seeing? And so then I, I like, shut the window and I reopened the curtain and nobody was there. So that freaked me out even more. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I went into that building to sleep that night. So wait a second. Um, Hold on. So the, the you're on the second floor, right? Yeah, exactly. And there's... And Yeah. That's why it sounded like it sounded like pebbles in the window. And um so that freaked me out. I didn't say anything to anybody because I didn't want to, I didn't want them to think I was, you know, nuts or something. And so then there's been several times like at night that it sounded like someone was walking up the stairs and I thought it was my boyfriend trying to sneak upstairs and I'm like, We are gonna get in trouble so I <laughs> I went out the door to um ever have any of these kind of experiences? I'm getting to it. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. No, keep going. Keep going. I'm loving this. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, I kind of wrote it out a little bit so that I could not forget any of it. I'm getting there. This is all before anybody knew anything. Like, because I was just trying to play it cool, be like, okay, over it, that, you know. My imagination was time. Yeah. So I went upstairs, and the next 
why is your dentist picture on the floor? I'm like, um, it wasn't last night, you know, when we got home. And when, we, when she picked it up, there was a crack, like, down the middle of us. It was our prom picture. So you're not very far apart with prom pictures as it is. Yeah. But there was a crack all the way down, just, like, perfectly down the middle of us. And, um... So you're all right. Obviously, you you must be starting to freak out at this point because now something is not only you're seeing something out of the corner of your eye, but something is interacting with you. Exactly. Yes. And not to mention, um, like throughout this whole time, stuff is like going missing, like my makeup and my mother. Or well, she ended up being my mother-in-law after this, but uh, she she my stuff because she is disabled, so she couldn't go upstairs. And the only other bedroom that was up there was um, my boyfriend's, and he's not going to mess with mascara and <laughs> eyeliner and stuff. But yeah, like that stuff would be missing. I do. I would like tear up um, this little section of the hall that I had a big mirror that I could sit in front of and do my hair and my makeup. And it was like when I put it away, literally set in a bag, and I put it behind the mirror. And I mean it. Everything had its spot, you know what I mean? Sure. It's not like I'd be doing my makeup in my in the bedroom or in the bathroom, and I put it up. It was gone, and so I tore everything apart looking for it one morning because I was trying to get ready for school. It just wasn't happening, and um, I just was like, whatever. And I went to school without any makeup that day, and come home, and it's literally setting in front of the mirror. See, that's what I was talking about with that other caller. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, it happened all the time. It wasn't just like that one time. And, um, so after that, I really, I finally, I got spooked enough and I told my boyfriend's mom and she just kind of laughed and I'm like, oh, you know, and then she's like, I'm like, please don't laugh at me. I said, I'm not crazy, you know, and she's like, no, 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 she goes, I'm going to have to tickle you. And I'm like, okay, you know, and then I really started kind of freaking out and she's like, well, um, my granddaughter. She was about three when she was um, first when they moved in, and she would go in play in the closet underneath. She would just be talking to herself or you know her imaginary friend or whatever, but there was nobody else there. Really? She would play in this for yeah. She would play in hours, and it's not like it's a big closet or anything. It's just a little closet under the stairs that they sometimes use for like boring Christmas decorations. Sure, like like a but, like yeah. a, like a Harry Potter closet. about how she 
had had like night terrors where she thought she or she felt like she was being held down and stuff. Whoa, really? And she kind of like yeah. Uh, my boyfriend's mom, not a little kid. And then um, like it got so bad that this was before I moved in. You know, any all the good, creepy stuff happened before I moved in. And she told me that yeah, uh, her son would sleep on the floor next to her bed because she was so freaked out at times. And, um, yeah, nobody, nobody mentioned this to me before I moved in. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> and then, um, one of the times after we'd already talked about this, and I guess I was okay with it at the time being, because it really wasn't her thing, except my hair. But anyway, we were all sitting around um, in the living room watching TV, and this little marble. Like, nobody was playing with marbles. This little marble rolled out from underneath the TV entertainment center into the middle of the floor and, and rolled back on its own. Wait, wait, hold on. So, wait, this little marble rolled out from under the TV and then rolled back on its own? Yes. And we were all, we were like, and everybody's like, yes, yes, I saw that. And it was just kind of like, I think we're going to go to bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Wait, so they, they weren't freaked out by this little marble rolling in and rolling out? Oh, no, we were. We were all like, holy cow, what's going on here? Okay, good. At least you're, you know, at least everybody's normal and, 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 you know, freaked out. Okay, that's good. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm sure we had a, a good conversation about it. And then, like, okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, uh, we kind of thought that the ghost would protect Bob, but it was my boyfriend because like anytime he'd get in trouble something spooky would happen I don't know uh, if you hear knocks like if she was hollering up the stairs at him or whatever you would hear knocks on the back porch and then she'd, she'd be like who the heck is this be nobody there really but, yeah it was it was quite weird um Lots of different things that happened. Also, there was always a lot of flies that would, like, there was a swarm of flies that would always be my brother, or sorry, uh, my boyfriend's brother's closet. It wasn't like <coughs> they were dirty, fairly clean. I mean, it was clean, but I mean, it boys' room. Sure, but not swarm uh, of flies dirty. Exactly. And, like, they had told the landlord about it, and they, they're like, well, I mean, want me to do about it and there was nothing in the attic that it wasn't really even like an attic it was just like where the insulation was it wasn't like but you know he came and he looked and there was nothing up there and that happened all the time like even in the middle of winter like christmas time it was still happening it's like there shouldn't be flies in the middle of winter yeah oh god no yeah so <laughs> all right so now that you've been in this house for a while now that you've you know realized okay this is this is something paranormal something's going on has how do you how do you rationalize that how do because a lot of people are going to say why aren't why don't you just get the fuck out well um uh, they were a low-income family why i didn't leave is because you know i was a, I was a teenager in love and getting to live with my boyfriend sure you know I mean? um but they were a low-income family and we live in a Small town. I mean, like eight hundred people small. You know what I mean? Were you ever? Like a lot of 
were they ever concerned? Were they ever concerned to be like, maybe we should start thinking of something else or, or what, how, how scared did people get? Let me ask it that way. It, it was scary. You know what I mean? Like there was a couple of things like the whole, um, when she felt like she was being held down or whatever. Well, yeah, that's that terrifying. Her, but, but that, it, it wasn't enough to be like, all right, we need to leave now. It didn't, it wasn't like it was super scary Sure, it's that creepy, creepy scary, not I'm terrified for my life, yeah. So yeah. there's a death in that house. I don't know if it was in that house. We couldn't find anything out. Anybody that we asked, they said, oh, I don't know anything about it. Or, you know, nobody really wanted to talk about it. My dad didn't really know anything about her. Apparently, I mean, she couldn't have been there very long because we looked through yearbooks. My dad was all his yearbooks, you know, from high school. And um, the one that Wait, really? Wow. are online or most yearbooks are online now have you tried to see if you can find anything on like ancestry.com or try to find that yearbook online i i really haven't um i haven't really thought about this a whole lot years ago wow no kidding so i i would love to see if we can find that yearbook and see if we could find the the person that died the, the, the girl that died and see if we can start putting like two and two together for you that'd be really interesting for me That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. A memorial or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
know that people didn't have it, and my dad's yearbook, that was like the only one that was missing. This is really so cool. Really like, talk about a ton of, talk about a ton of experiences in one location. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's not the only experience that I've had, but that's the only one, you know, like, I'm calling some other things, but, um, the other. Yeah, no, that would be fantastic. I would love to chat with you again. Uh, I would love to chat with you again because this is really cool. The fact that I get to, ch- to talk with somebody like you that have a brilliant story like this is absolutely incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you. You too. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much. And I definitely want to talk to you again. I really do. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye now. All right. That was a cool story. So in the meantime, uh, Sean Bishop joined. I don't know if he's still there, but um, he always is uh, is great for a story or two. And, and Stitch is doing his best impression of a ghost right now. If Sean wants to call in, I would love to chat with him. I always love to chat with him. He's one of my best friends. I'm going to do a, a couple of listener ghost stories for a moment. Etsy.com, 8BitSpock. Get get one of these. But uh, in the meantime, though, uh, let's see. I'm going to go down. I'm going to read off some of these comments. Yes, uh, Jen, I'm glad to see you back. Please, thank you for being a patron. That's awesome. Uh, please come out to the West Coast anytime. Let's hang out. Uh, definitely let's hang out. Donnie, what's my favorite episode, paranormal story, or phenomenon that I've investigated? Boy, that's a great question. Uh, Debbie Moffat is still one of my favorite episodes ever. I think that's an incredible one. The amount of uh, evidence on that one is absolutely insane. Boy, that's a great question. I don't know. You know what? I, I don't know, Donnie. I would I would have to say that everything that I've investigated so far, whether it was real or not, everything I've investigated so far has been like my my instant favorite, my new favorite. It's always something cool and something new. That's why I love doing this. You never know wherever you go, like, especially out in California, like I went to a place and there was paranormal stories and connections and bizarre stuff that's going to be on a future episode. Um, you just never know what you're going to run into. It is absolutely incredible. All of the paranormal stuff, they like, like you're hearing tonight, a ton of people have paranormal stories. Oh, wait, this is actually a real one. I believe. Let me make sure. Hello. Hi, who's this? Sweet. All right, hold on one second. I'm going to put you on because you're real. You're cool. All right. Hey, how you doing? I'm on speaker now? Yeah, yeah, you're on speaker now. Awesome. I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm excellent, man. Thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. You quarantine so far? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's been fun. It's it's a new experience, you know, watching the world burn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, but uh, speaking of crazy, I got something for you that uh, I, I've been like itching to share with you and my girlfriend. Oh my god, you gotta, you gotta, Kurt. And that was like a perfect opportunity. So I'm gonna go right into it. Yeah, um, please. Just to preface a little bit though, um, I'm kind of on the, uh, like, uh, I'm more open minded, obviously, uh, after listening to some of your uh, episodes and, like, just generally my experiences. Uh, but I'm normally someone who's, like, more, you know, fact based, science based kind of person. So uh, I, I've done stupid things to, like, uh, get a Ouija board and, you know, try to summon the demon of the, uh, the deepest abyss of hell and uh, get it to come talk to me and nothing's happened. But, uh, what? Don't you know, do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, this experience was a, a little bit different. It was pretty straightforward. So, uh, uh, again, just to add a little bit more preface, I, I work as a RA here uh, and I live in University Dormitory. So, um, 
my job kind of includes um, shutting down like parties because yeah, it's, it's university dorms. People are like partying all uh, every weekend, pretty much. Oh yeah, um, and yeah. Part of my part of my job is being the party pooper. Uh, about one a.m., I got to come in and be like, "Hey guys, all right, let's call it a night." You know, uh, let's lie down and stuff like that. But um, I try to be pretty lenient about it. Uh, and this one time, I was uh, I was having a pretty rough day in general, uh, but it was a Saturday, and uh, it was around two thirty to three a.m., which is weird that I say that aloud now. But uh, yeah, but around that time, and uh, I was hanging out with a few friends of mine too, and uh, so I get a call saying, "Hey, um, you know, I've uh, uh, I've been hearing these people partying all night. Uh, you know, my neighbors have been like throwing." A party, it's, it's so loud, I want to go to bed in the morning, you know, I got stuff to do tomorrow. I'm like, oh, that's awful. I'll come downstairs and, uh, and I'll check it out. So I get to the floor and uh, I hear, you know, I'm just in the, the general like, common area now, but I can hear the party. It's like blasting music, there's people. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure I even heard like the door like swing open and close uh, once. But it's a pretty loud party, you know, if you walk out the elevator, you're just like, alright, there's definitely something going on here. So, um, yeah, uh, I was... Uh, I was like, okay, gonna shut this thing down. So I knock on the door, party's still going, and music's too loud, so I gotta knock a little bit harder. And uh, the, the general rule of thumb is that we're supposed to knock three times before we actually enter the, the, the room uh, and let them know that we're coming in. Okay. So uh, I, knock, I knock three times, and I'm like, okay, what's up with these guys? Can you open the door? You know? Uh, the third time I knocked, I heard someone go like, oh my god, it's security, it's security, let's hide. I'm not security. <laughs> and you know, let's hide. And I'm like, oh. And then immediately after that, as I go to open the door, the sound entirely dies down. There's like no sound whatsoever. Uh, I open the door, the, the lights are all closed. And uh, I've kind of had to deal with something like this before. Like people will like pretend like there's no party going on. And they'll like try to like, you know, recoup as quickly as, as possible so that they don't get in trouble or anything. Yeah. But, um, uh, I go in, and there's a single person in the room. And I'm like, okay, come on out, guys. This isn't funny. You know, I just want to tell you guys to turn the music down and don't go crazy and stuff like that. Um, and I look around, and there's nothing going on. There is, like, all the lights are off. Uh, the main room, uh, the lights are off. Uh, the bathroom, the lights are off. There's nothing in the bathroom. Uh, there's nothing in the kitchen. Uh, I even checked the fridge. I, I went and checked the fridge. <laughs> was the first thing you see when you... <laughs> I was like, there's got to be someone here. This is loud. There's someone that, that called me and was like, hey, I need to go to bed. There's people making noise in here. And so as I go to uh, check the fridge, um, the camping security uh, guy, the officer, he actually also got a call about this from the same person. Um, and they knock on the door, right? So I'm like, oh, I'm already inside. Come on in. They're like, hey, was there a party going on here? Uh, did you get here about already? And I was like, no, I, I got the same call. There was no party going on. And there's no one here. So they were like, oh, that, that's really odd. So we, do, we go back downstairs to the kiosk uh, where there's a computer. And then the computer, there's a program where we can look at people's, um, and like all the, all the occupied rooms and stuff like that. Yeah. So we went and checked that specific room. And there hasn't been a single person in that room for uh, almost a year at that point, which is really weird because I could have sworn I was standing right outside the door and I could hear people partying inside. <laughs> Wait, so there, is there any other way to get out of that room that you couldn't have seen? Like, is it on the ground floor or? It's on the sixth 
floor. And Holy there's crap! There's no other way out. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap! Yeah, so crazy. there's no other way. There's no way for people to to have escaped or to hide or to like go up into like the ceiling tiles or anything like that. Absolutely not. And you know what? That's what I thought too. I was like, all right, you know what? I've been here for like two years. Maybe these people did outsmart me. But like, there was no shampoos in the bathroom. There was nothing in the fridge. Uh, no, nothing out on the counter on the kitchen. It was just empty. I even went inside the actual like room, like uh, every single like room, because cap security was with me, and they're like, "Is anyone actually here?" So I we opened one of the rooms, and it was just dead silent. Like there is nothing there, no bedding, no nothing. No one lives there. What the hell, man? I know, right? That, that, that's I don't know. For someone that doesn't really, that was kind of on the fence of believing in any of these things, that was like a straight up like whatever it was was like I'm gonna make this so obvious. <laughs> well, so you broke up a ghost party? Is that what you're telling me? I mean, I think it did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they started partying again after I left. Dude, that's crazy cool, man. Yeah, I guess it is, yeah. <laughs> uh, and first of all, I gotta say, Harley, you don't have to be shy to call. Like, look look how good he's doing, man. It's a freaking great story. Um, dude, this, <laughs> yeah. this is awesome. Thank you so much for calling. And, and never yeah, again, no, never since, never, nothing ever happened in that room that was a, that was a one and done kind of a thing? Yeah, it was like a one and done kind of thing. Nothing ever uh, surfaced again after, after that. I had to do a, an incident report that got circulated around, and everyone was like, yo, what? Why did that happen? And, you know, it's so weird. I'm just saying some of these things out loud. I, I, I like, it was 3 a.m. on the sixth floor. I don't know if you're making the connection here, but I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> So, did, all right, so did you instantly become, you know, the the, the guy that, that messed with ghosts? Or were they like, that that dude's crazy? Or what did they think? What did everybody else think? So, um, when, the, when the girl called, um, she called me and I'm assuming she called Captain Security at the same, uh, like, right back to back. So, like, she was like, I really want this to die down. Uh, I'm going to make sure, you know, people hear about this so it gets shut down. Um and on the phone, you could hear the noise in the back. It was, like, loud, like, really loud. And uh, so Captain Security uh, also heard that noise over the phone. And, like, both of us had a similar reaction, like, whoa, I hear that. Okay, I'll be right there, you know, kind of thing. All right, so what kind of, I, I know you already said it, but I, just so I can be clear, like, so what kind of noise was it? It was, like, people partying, like, people, like, uh, I could hear, like, a girl go, like, hey, you know, pass the ball here. I'm assuming they were playing, like, beer pong or something, you know, and there was music and stuff. Was uh, it current? Thing. Was it current music or was it like old timey music? Oh, I I don't, I don't think I can remember that. I'm assuming maybe it was like uh, newer music. The, the bass was very prominent, so that's why I was like, "This is so weird, what? man! I can't I can't even get a grasp on what it could have been." Yeah, me too. I, I dude, it's been like it's been months since this thing happened, and I'm like still tr- like trying to process. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, wh- how how do you? How do you process breaking up a ghost party? That's freaking weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was, uh, I was, I always thought I'd be one of those people that never had like a like a straight up like you know experience like this. Everything I've ever had to do is like okay, you know, I could probably like find a way to like really reach and like explain this in like a scientific way or something like that. But this was just like flat out. I don't know how people got out of like a, a room they can't get out of on the sixth floor. Yeah, and also decided to move everything out at the same time. Yeah, the entire party cleared out instantly, somehow disappeared. Yeah. Wow. Without a trace. Yeah, man. I got I got nothing. Yeah. I got absolutely nothing. That is freaking <laughs> bizarre. 
Yeah, so I, I want to I want to I want to play it off as like maybe I was just really tired and was 3 a.m. and I, I've been working. But several people had experienced that with me. I was gonna so, say. So like wait, the person that called it in, she was insanely tired, and the security guard was insanely tired. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's just too much of a stretch to say. Like maybe it was all in my head. Like uh, I ended up doing a report after it. I got like circulated around to management. They saw it too, and they were like, "Yeah, but that did happen." Well, all right, cool. That's a yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much for calling. I'm so glad that you got through. I really am. That was a great story. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, uh, hopefully, you know, you do more of these uh, these calling things. So Harley, we get a chance to call. We're like huge fans of your ah, of your podcast, well, that, by the way. That's so <laughs> nice. Thank you so much. I mean, yeah, I, I I was just trying to get Harley to understand. Like, you don't have to be nervous. There's nothing. It's just me. Let's call. Let's have some fun. Let's yeah. talk. So yes, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> in the future, I definitely want to hear from Harley, and I would love to hear from you again if you have any more weird paranormal stories. <laughs> yeah, I'll more ghost parties. Yeah, man, definitely. That's awesome. Thank you again so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, take care of yourself, man. Thanks again. You too, man. Take be safe. Bye now. I don't know. I don't know what to say on that one. I'm not. I'm not up on my ghost partying. Hi, Stitch. How you doing, pal? It's raining out here. I uh, I don't know if you guys can hear it. I'm hopefully hopefully it's not too loud and too bothering you. It's definitely bothering that one. He doesn't like the rain. You have to go potty. Okay, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna take a quick break, a potty break. We'll be right back. So I'm gonna play it for a second anyway. This is really just for Sean Bishop. All right, we are back. Thank you for loving Stitch. Stitch is the best. I, uh, you know, he absolutely the best. Yeah, dude, seriously, Harley, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, Harley's saying we definitely have more stories to tell you next time. Yeah, I want to hear the stories. I really do. Um, Which is funny because I just... Yeah, who's this? Okay, wait, wait, did you say Jin? Oh, all right, cool, all right, cool. You're real, you're real. Yeah, yeah, hold on a second. Let me put you on there. Oh, please, no, this is... No, 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 that's totally cool. Thank you so much. So we have <laughs> listener Jin on the line. So I have a couple of things. I mean, I, I did mention it uh, last time, but I'm not sure exactly what um, what topic you would want to get into because I have like a, a ton of different topics. I mean, I had um, different instances of uh, permission. Um, I've dealt with shadow people before, and actually I'm kind of similar to your friend Sean Bishop in the uh, slider aspect. Oh, no, let's go with slider then. I always want to hear a good slider story. Okay. All right, well, I mean, it's not it's not necessarily just one story with that, but I have, have had this happen on um, a couple of different occasions, and it's more with lightning than it is with... Um, with devices or street lights. Oh, interesting. So, um, wait, wait. Oh, so this is all right. Yeah. So just to make sure everybody can hear, there there is something with sliders where they can affect lightning. I used to have a friend named Greg Hall, and I'll tell I'll tell his story after I hear yours. Um. So yeah, no, yeah. this is really interesting. This is sliders to the next level. Please, yeah, I want to hear this. Yeah. So um um it all kind of I guess I want to say it started when I was um taking a trip um down to uh, Florida. Right, right now, I live in New Jersey. My family lived in New Jersey for uh, quite a long time. So we moved to um, Florida, and we were driving there. And I remember going towards, like, North and South Carolina, somewhere between. And um, they have tons of storms there. Everyone's oh, yeah. Long, depending on what season it is. 
they're pretty bad. But um, I was like around uh, maybe, I want to say like 13. And I remember we were going to get gas and there was like, it was like dry lightning and there was no rain. It was just lightning. And um, I kind of looked at the sky and I'm thinking to myself, it looks like it's waving at me. So then I started waving back and it would actually move like a hand. Like what? It would like strike like a hand waving back at me. Holy crap. So you were interacting, not just causing lightning yeah. to go. <laughs> and then what was weird after that was like maybe like a couple of years after, I'm not sure exactly when, it probably like around like maybe like four or five years later, um, I, I, you know, I was back in New Jersey and I... I saw a uh, lightning storm, it was a thunderstorm, and I decided, you know, I'm going to try to see if it works again. And I started noticing that everywhere I pointed, the lightning would strike exactly where I pointed. Really? So then, yeah. So then I showed my sister, and she just freaked out. (laughs) She completely freaked out. And then since then, since then, it would happen every once in a while. And I actually showed Sean, my uh, my wife. Yeah. I showed her. And she freaked out about that, too. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, of course she would. Like, that's, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's impressive to say the least. You can, you know, interact with lightning. Yeah, it's a weird feeling. It's not like, um, it's not, it feels almost like you're, like, not necessarily, um, the way that I could describe the feeling of it is it's not so much that I'm predicting where it's going to be. It's like I feel the thunder, and I kind of just sense it from there, and it feels almost as if it were communicating with me. What do you think it is that's communicating with you? Do you have any idea? Honestly, I can't even say. But I always thought it was weird. Um, I've had I've had other things with um, technology too, where I would like kind of work with um, like I'd have issues with something like my car. My car would have issues sometimes, and then I would just like do something like touch the dashboard or something, and it would turn back on like with the radio. Um, and I've had other things with television sets, things like that. But um, the lighting, I think, is is kind of a bigger picture. In my oh opinion. yeah. Now can yeah. you can <laughs> now do you ever find yourself draining batteries or breaking electronic items by holding them or being around them? Uh, I've I've had a couple of issues with my phone. Maybe I'm, I'm not sure whether that's because of me or whether it's just the phone being outdated, but I'm pretty sure that the radio is on a different level. I think the radio itself is pretty new, and it's still, you know, I'm I'm no judge because I can't, I don't really work on electronics, but I can't say that it act, it does act up during your show, and if I were the reason why your, your technology is broken, I am sorry. Tell <laughs> Sean that he might not be the only one. <laughs> no, no, I want to blame... Like, there's always, like, that one little instance... Like, in the beginning of the show, I'm like, oh, no, it's, I think it's happening again. <laughs> Dude, seriously, what the crap? Like, Yeah, if it is me, I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? I, if, if Sean Sean will be happy about it, because I just keep blaming him, so. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I heard about him, and once you started talking about him, I got so excited because I thought to myself, I know I can't be alone in this, and when I heard the Slider episode, I was extremely impressed. Dude, hearing about all the stories, I was like, wow, like, okay, yeah, I know I'm not alone in this. Yeah, no, there is so many sliders out there. Um, while I get you on the phone, I'm going to tell you the story. I'll tell everybody the story, but I'll tell you while I got you on the phone. Uh, I had a friend named Greg Hall yeah. uh, years and years and years ago. 
he was on a boat. Um, I believe it was in um, Maryland. If not, it was Michigan. Doesn't matter. But he's on a boat and there's a lightning strike and he's like, oh, everybody's like, ooh. And he goes, um, he was drunk as hell. And he was like, that's it. I'm going to I'm going to act like Thor. And he's like, lightning strike there. And he pointed a spot and it went boom and hit right there. And everybody stopped and looked at him. And he's like, uh, lightning strike there? And boom, it hit there. And he's like, nope, I'm done. I'm out. That's, that's, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> Dude, that's so crazy to me. I love it. Is exact, that is exactly how it happens to me. Like, I've shown my friends that too. And I'm like, okay. I, I feel it, I feel it, like, I just feel, like, almost, like, just, it, like, almost every time I try to tell me, hey, I'm gonna be over here, or my brain telling me to, to do it, and it just does it. That's so crazy to me, I love that. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's different, I, I'm surprised that it, it even happened, like, that's just, to me, it's still kind of like, wow. I kind of just wait for the storms down. I'm like, maybe I can like try to like hone in on it and figure out how to use it. <laughs> well, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Is like now you got to figure out how to like really like make it a superpower. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's not like like I said. I have other things that that have happened. I've had premonitions. I've had um, things with synchronicity. My synchronicity is ridiculous. <laughs> really? It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, like um, I I always tell like people that I meet. It's like I have perfect timing for the good and the bad. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what it is. It's like always perfect timing. Like, how do I know the timing of this stuff? Now, but yeah, maybe that might be linked to it. I don't know. It, it very well could be. That's the thing. Like, like it's not like anybody knows. There's no expert on any of this. So anybody that yeah. says anybody that tells you they're an expert on sliders or anything paranormal, bullshit. So, yeah. Yeah, no. Like... <laughs> Well, obviously, keep an eye on it and and make tabs to be like, yep, this person, like, you know, when you have witnesses, anytime you have witnesses there, I really want to hear those because that, that's when you get a little bit, you know, yeah, if it's, just, yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah. That's cool, though. Thank yeah, no, you. Exactly. That's how it's, it's so weird how that works because, like, it's, it's like it, it happens and then I'm like, okay, I want to document this. But every time that it happens, it's like... There's times where it's like, okay, it's going to happen or it's not. And when it doesn't, it's just like, ah, like, sure, it's strange. Like the timing for it is always kind of weird. But when it does happen, it's amazing. <laughs> it's like on point. Well, I definitely want to hear more from you. Obviously, you're more than welcome to call anytime because you've got more stories. You already, you already prefaced it. You already spoiled, you know, teasered that you have more stories. Mm -hmm. So, um, Definitely. I've got, I've got UFOs, premonitions, uh, synchronicity stories. I've been like, kind of just like waiting to just be able to talk to you about it because I know for sure how your emails work. I know you're like, you got tons of emails to look through so I can understand why yeah. you won't be able to get to it. I, I apologize to everybody. You're right. I am swamped oh, with no, emails. It, so I'm getting that. for me, I think it's fine because I mean, you, you've got a lot of work ahead of you. <laughs> Oh, there's, there's tons coming. There really is. Everybody's like, all, all the people, like my regular friends, the non-paranormal friends always say like, well, yeah, but you're going to, you know, you've been doing this for a couple of years. You're about to run out of stories. I'm like, are you kidding me? I've got dozens and dozens of stories coming. Oh, dude, that, thank you so much for calling. I really appreciate it. Uh, please. Oh yeah, definitely. I love calling in. Please call back anytime. You're more than welcome. You're top of the list. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now. See?
See what I mean? You never know what you're going to get every call. And that's why I like doing these. Besides the fact I like just chatting with you guys. A, a lightning slider. Something I knew about, like I said, from the past from a friend of mine. But still, you don't hear that often. You don't hear very often, oh, yeah, and I can kind of control lightning. Like, that's incredible. Um, Yeah, that's that's freaking cool. I love everything about that. I would be abusing uh, that power to no end had I if I had it. Like I would be like, oh yeah, and by the way, since it's raining out, lightning strike. See, it would have been cool if lightning struck right there. Um, but I don't have the power, uh, and I shouldn't have pointed directly over my head if I did have the power, because then I just struck lightning on my house. Because maybe it's a good thing I don't have this power. But uh, but anyhow, uh, well we're going up, we're getting close to two hours, and that was what I was going to put a cap on this, but. Uh, before I do, if anybody wants to call, wants to be the last call, 818-732-9399. The, the actual calls that we've been having are absolutely fantastic. Um, plus, you know, Stitches Stitches gotten to the two-hour mark, and that's good for him. Anybody want to watch uh, Stitch destroy a minion? It's happening live right now on uh, Facebook Live. So uh, he'll have this thing shredded in a minute. Um, it's for his. It's his toy, so it doesn't matter. But uh, but anyhow, while Stitch is destroying a minion, anybody else wants to call 818-732-9399. If not, that's totally fine. Um, I'm going to do another one of these. I'll, I'll let you guys know. I didn't give a lot of notice this time. I apologize. I wanted to do it yesterday. Things got out of, you know, got away from me on, on the weekend. But uh, before I go, let me get to some of these comments here. Uh, did every, Yes, Len, everything went out, uh, came out right for Stitch. He, he had a... Ah, Come on. He had a quick potty break. Um, Ashley, yes. Um, I, I will read your story. Uh, your, your story is going to be the top of the, the stories for that I, I read on the next live episode. Um, hey, I, I feel like I want to climb on people like a monkey. It's Everybody's cooped up right now. I'm shocked that you got a four-year-old that uh, hasn't, you know, screaming constantly. Everybody that I have that have <laughs> every friend of mine that has kids. They're saying like, okay, this is great. Can can this end now? Hello? Oh, yes. Hold on one second. I'm going to put you on speaker. All right. Live on the air, we have Andy. How's it going, Andy? Hello? Did I lose you? What just happened? No. Call back. I don't know what just happened. I swear I didn't hang up on you. What the hell? I swear I didn't hang up on you. Please call back. Well, we're waiting for Andy to call back. Yes, puppy. So good. Yeah, no, every now and then. Stitch wants to get on camera. It's very rare, but uh, boy, when he does, every, all eyes on him, rightfully so. Look, I am I know who the real star of the show is. It's you. It's you. You want to throw it? Okay, let's see what else we have. Others. Yes, that's right. Live on Sunday night, James. I'm going to do another one this week. I, I will let everybody know when I'm going to do it. Andy, call back. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hang up on you. Hopefully it wasn't on my end. Jay, yeah, please call in on the next one. I'll take any quick ones, long, weird ones, any of them. So yeah, anyhow, I think I'm going to wrap this up. It's been it's been two hours, a little over two hours. Um, when I edit it down, it'll be a little bit less than two hours. But it's plenty for people to listen to. I really hope you guys are liking these. I'm loving this. I really am. Might have got in just under the wire. Hey, it's Kurt. Sorry, did I hang up on you? No, uh, I think my throat's on me. Okay, all right, good. I started doing my own podcast, but it was about video gaming. And I think I told you about our Halloween episode. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We chatted for you, for yeah. everybody. For everybody who doesn't know, obviously, he and I are the only ones who know at the moment. Um, he was a listener, started his own podcast, and then apparently has an EVP. Yes, 
Tell yeah. me everything, man. I want to hear about this. So, um, there was a couple of, well, I moved out of my apartment, so the Halloween episode was in my apartment, and then we moved to my fiance's uh, mother's house. Um, she's off wherever. But uh, uh, we were recording an episode. It had to be like 2 o'clock at night, and, uh, you know, I heard some murmuring in the background. I'm like, eh, that's kind of weird. And then uh, there's a point in episode 30 of our podcast where um, you can hear my fiance talking, and then you can hear, like, just behind her, Andy. And, like, everybody just stopped what they were doing, and, you know, I kind of laughed because I'm used to, like, shit like this before, you know. And uh, my buddy heard it. Uh, she didn't hear it until I had to play it back for her, but it was there. I can't wait to hear this. So you, but you could hear it as well. It wasn't, it wasn't just something like when you were playing it back to edit or whatever, you, you heard it. You actually heard it while it happened. Yeah. Well, we had headphones on so we can hear it almost real time. So Man. yeah, we heard it through the microphones into the headphones. All right. So did it scare you? Um, for me, not so much. Really? But the look on my buddy's face, <laughs> the other hand, yeah, he was like, uh, I'm like, okay, so you heard it too. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does this happen often? Um, actually, here, yes. Really? Um, I'll hear my, like a couple of times I've asked if they've, like, her mom's been here or she's been here and I've been upstairs or something. And they'll be like, uh, I'll hear them call me from downstairs. Did you call me? No. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go back to what I was doing. <laughs> and is it always just directed at you, or is it other people in the house, too? Uh, just me, it seems like. Why, why, do you think, why do you think you're getting picked on? Uh, I have no idea, honestly. Um, it, well, I've, I've told you some other things, like... Uh, my sister being pecked on and all those weird things before in email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, um, I don't know if I don't know how, how uh, if you're listening to the full episode. I was actually starting to do some listener ghost stories, and and no joke, I'm actually scrolling yeah. through it right now. Um, no joke. One of your stories is actually I don't know, maybe six down. Uh, trust me, it's coming up very soon on an episode. Um, that was supposed to be with Sean Bishop, but obviously, you know, quarantine and all that fun stuff. But, um, right. yeah, no, you've got stories. You seriously do. And I love this. Yeah. I, and I told you pretty much, I, I don't want to spoil anything. If you guys, if you're going to go through some of my stories, I don't want to spoil anything. No, no, no. I was yeah. going to say, you please feel free to tell your stories. Cause I know people would much rather hear it from the person that it happened to than me just kind of relaying it. I'll defer to you. You want to tell a story right now, another story right now. I'm all in. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, all right. Um, so it's kind of a little bit of a conglomerate of stories, um, but it starts with me in college. Um, I might have sent you an email about this one. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, back in college, uh, I was in a dorm by myself, you know, and uh, I woke up, I think it had to be about 4.30, I can remember the time, that I could see the time specifically on the clock, it's so long ago I couldn't tell you what time it is now, but, yeah, <laughs> um, 
I, I looked at the clock, I rolled over, and I noticed that the lights outside my room were off, and they're never off. Um, and I saw a shadow go past my door, going to essentially the other room, which shouldn't have been, like, there should have been, like, they had to open a door or something. Yeah. Right? And then go, go past the other way. And then finally, my door flies open. There's about a 10-foot creature with freaking horns and uh, and claws and just reaches down into my bed. Acne. I wake up screaming. Uh, I, I never have had night terrors and never had sleep paralysis up until this point, right? After that, I'm like, wow, that was really, really... That, that scared the shit out of me, <laughs> Well, yeah. So... Yeah. Um, so wait, so describe I, it, describe I, it more to me. I want to, I want to get like a mental image of what this thing looked like. Um, it looked like, uh, if you were to say a shadow person, eh, not quite. It, like, tall, tall, eh, 10 foot tall had to be, because I remember it had to almost like bend over in my room at the dorm. And I know those were eight foot ceilings. And um, so, so shadow, and still shadowy. You couldn't see like details. Couldn't see details up until it tried to reach for me, and I can tell you those claws were sharp, and they were coming for me. Wow! And I remember, I remember waking up, still facing up, like I'm terrified, right? And looking over at the clock, and it's the same time that I woke, like woke up in my dream too. Really. And wait, so wait, what kind yeah. of horns, what kind of horns did it have? It was like, um, like bull horns almost, like a minotaur, if you will. That's crazy. Right? This is where it gets even crazier. So a couple of months go by, and my sister won't stay at my mom's house, or she won't sleep in a direct room in the house, a specific room in the house. Uh, there was a lot of tension going on between my mom and my dad because they were divorced and blah, blah, blah. But needless to say, she won't sleep in one of the rooms. Finally, I pry it out of my mother. Guess what the fuck happened? She saw the same thing in her dream. Really? How so close? Me how soon what? after How soon after you saw it did she see it? Uh, about a month or so. And you so never told her about this dream? I didn't tell them a damn thing. My mom had to describe it to me, right? And I'm like, how do you know this? And she's like, I went in there to confront it. And I'm like, holy shit, so you saw it too. She's like, yeah, it sat on me. What? What is happening in this house? Um, well, let's put it this way. They don't live there anymore, but... <laughs> <laughs> not, not for that reason, but, uh, yeah... That helped. <laughs> Holy um, but crap! Yeah, she told she told it whatever it was that it was not allowed back in the house. It needed to leave. Uh, I mean, and well, we didn't have much problems after that. So, oh, so it listened to her. It listened to her. She, well, I mean, as much as my mom's like only five <laughs> ten, I mean four ten, four ten, and uh, it's she's angry. <laughs> what is happening that's crazy um but like i said um i think me my sister and my mom 
girl tapped into that whole thing because my sister has got over at uh, my dad's house, which we saw, uh, I saw the little girl at the top of the stairs and so did my brother. Um, now, so he believes me. <laughs> uh, she was getting, uh, she was getting night terrors of three or four people being in her room having a conversation. All shadow figures, you know. But if she went to interact, like, she, she tried to, she tried to do, um, lucid dreaming with it and come to find it out it wasn't working. And because she, apparently she wasn't specifically in a dream, I guess. Really? Yeah. So she would try and interact with it, and they would look at her and kind of just disappear. And then she would kind of wake up out of it. Um, See, this is why yeah. this is why uh, I said you you have carte blanche to tell another story because, like I said, I already have one of your stories coming up. But uh, yeah, no, honestly, this is crazy. I don't even know what to think. Why there'd be a horned shadow, horned ten foot tall shadow personish thing? Wow, this is bizarre. I don't know what to say. Yeah, my uh, one of my buddies at college, he he was super religious as well. He's like, uh, dude, you were. It was trying to possess you. You know that, right? I'm like, what? I'm like, that, yeah. He's like, no, that's what, what's going on. That is a possibility. It really is. And that—that's what terrifies the shit out of me. Well, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, but but luckily, whatever it was, seemed to you know obey your mom and and take take off. So you got that going for you. I know it's uh, kind of come back after my cousin, uh, not my cousin, my nephew. Sorry, because he he's like he he uh, he told me specifically he's he's a little guy, so you know you get the double whammy with you know being you know four or five years old, seeing other shit that isn't that nobody else can see. Oh sure, and and he's telling me there's a horned monster in my room. Man. Oh. Okay, so it's back. Different house and everything. What is it about your so, bloodline or something? I mean, it's it's coming after your family for a reason. It's probably a bloodline thing. Probably. Now, I, I and I, you don't have to answer this because it's, it's it's kind of a sensitive question. But if you if you want to answer it, my question is: um, Has anybody in your family ever committed suicide in the past, like whiles ago? No, I know there's been attempts. Okay. The reason I'm asking that is if there was possible possessions in the past, and I mean, it, it, it wears people down and mentally, physically, mentally wears them down until they usually end up committing suicide, which is a very sad thing, 100% really sad thing. But um, I was wondering if if it's gone after someone in the past in the same bloodline and they either committed suicide or tried to commit suicide, so it's trying to continue on along the bloodline. That's where my train of thought was going. Right. And I, I, I get what you're saying, but the other problem I have with that is, like, on my mom's side, we can trace our footsteps all the way back to Europe, all right? On my dad's side, we can only trace probably up to my great-grandma. Oh, well, 
forget my question, then that's that. Then there's something on your uh, there's something on your dad's bloodline. Then a hundred percent. Oh yeah, uh, because I mean, yeah, my great grandma told us that yeah, we came from here and there, blah blah blah, but there was no like specific details all the way across because nobody cared to take any history down for it. Sean had a had a great point. Sean just said that's definitely a bloodline thing. If you haven't yet, I definitely trace your ancestry roots and get as much info as possible. That's what I was just gonna say as well. Hundred percent, I'm on board with that. Um, also, I would do uh, 23andMe. See if you can go that route as well. Ah, my uh, my grandpa did, and he said we are from um, the British Isles. Okay, and that's a that's as far as it goes, but I mean, my um, my fiance is um, Irish, and she has like that little um, what do they call it, Faye? Yeah. She, she she can kind of interact with them. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um. So somebody uh, somewhere. I don't know if it's Somebody somewhere in your bloodline opened up a portal or opened up something or messed with something or made a deal with something, and it's still trying to, you know, claim that deal. And, and you know what? That actually could be on my mom's side, and I don't think it's on my dad's side that much. What makes you say that? Because I kind of get the double whammy. I get the Irish and the Scottish, and then I get the native from my mom's side. Oh, Barry the lead, yeah. Yeah, sorry. No, 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 no. That's totally cool. Um, yeah, no. Oh, God, yeah, man. You keep flip flopping back and forth. Oh, it's definitely your dad's now. Now I'm thinking it's it's on your mom's side of the thing. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know where it's coming from, but yeah. Everybody's saying it's got to be the Irish. Um, very strong blood Irish bloodlines. But now I'm fifty fifty. Is it the Irish or is it the Native American? What? Which one is it? But yeah. Somebody <laughs> seriously, someone messed up somewhere down the line, and man, you guys are gonna pay for it, or tr- they're trying to tr- to make you pay for it. Hopefully, it's all well all right. and done. But uh, I mean, that's that's terrifying to think that this ain't your fault. This is somewhere down the line. Yeah, um, but uh, there was uh, there was some other stuff I could get on and on and on about other. Stuff, but, well, uh, hey, you know what? Yeah. Save save the rest of the stuff. I think this is a perfect point to end the show because it was a fantastic call. I definitely want to hear more from you as well. Um, uh, Sean was saying, Andy, I'm an avid tarot reader. If you want, I can try and provide some insight totally free. I don't charge. That's for schmucks. Sean's cool. I like Sean a lot. Um, so if that's a possibility and you guys can't connect on here, let me know and I'll, I'll get you guys together somehow. But um Think about it. Think about it. it. Might be. It might be worth worth your time. Definitely. Right. All right. Well, hey. All right. Thanks, Kurt. Thank you again, man. I, honestly, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. So, sorry, my hand was in front of the microphone. All right. So that about does it for this edition of Paranormal Almanac, the live show. I'm not going to take any more calls. If the, if the phone rings, I'm not taking it. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. You guys have been fantastic. Um. Yeah, I agree, Sarah. Crazy cool story. Um, thank, uh, thank you, Ashley, for, for watching the show. I love doing these live shows. I'll do them more and more. Um, this has been fun. This is I, I get to hear fantastic stories from very cool people. Like, I'm loving this. Um, plus, 
trapped inside. What am I going to watch another episode of Love is Blind on Netflix, which is a batshit crazy show if you haven't started watching it. It seems like it's going to be terrible, and it is, but it's like the batshit crazy kind of terrible that just keeps going. Uh, Jamie, thank you so much. Uh, I'm... Thank you for uh, thank you for being you. You know that. I love you, Jamie. Todd, thank you so much. Jin, thank you so much. Uh, Sean, thank you. Sean, wait. Sean, uh, Wagner von Morningstar, Sean. Can I take you up on the tarot reading? And can we do it on an episode? Because I think that would be a very fun, very cool episode. Uh, Beth's down for a tarot reading. Uh, Sarah, thank you. It was great talking to you too. This was so much. I'm so sorry. I, I swapped Sarah's. Yes. I, I'm going to hit you up the new daily show with your host, Kurt Sandig. Joe Teague, one of the, one of the best, another one of my best friends ever. I love the fact that you're on here watching this craziness go down. All righty. With that said, um, oh heck yeah, this is definitely happening. Uh, with that said, uh, and, and I want you guys to watch Stitch. I'm going to turn it down just a little bit. Stitch now knows the end of the show, and the end of the show means a treat and bedtime. So, once again, I'm your host, Kurt Sandig, and this has been another edition of Paranormal Almanac. See? what I tell you? All right, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Oh, stuff, beef, what?